the charge down with CBND, where we take an hour out of your day to speak about the greatest game of all, rugby league. How are you doing, CB? Amazing. 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 I'm I'm stealing the NBA. Their their whole slogan is where amazing happens. I'm sorry. Although the playoffs just started today, NRL is where amazing happens. I 100% agree. Man, some special talent. Unbelievable. What a weekend. What a weekend indeed. Some crackers of like the some of these games were so close. My heart Unbelievable. Was, my heart was such, racing. Such a good weekend with so many awesome games. And like we say it every week, but holy shit, some of the tries that were scored, right? Phenomenal. Man. Absolutely phenomenal. Love it. There's so many times now where I'm, I don't know if you do it. I'm sure other people do too. That you're watching and there's like a backline movement. The winger gets it. It's like one-on-one and you're like, oh, he hasn't got enough room. He ain't going to get this down. <laughs> and then they go, to the, they go to the replay and he's like in by like half a meter. Yeah. The only thing in play is his hand. His hand. <laughs> it. Like it's crazy, man. These guys have come so far. It's amazing. Yeah. And they don't even pr- like, obviously they can't practice it. Otherwise they'll end uh, up. Do you reckon? Or I feel like they practice that shit. Nah, like how do you um, how do you practice that? That's just like like you're risking yourself so much in training. Maybe I mean I don't know I don't know. It might be a little element of practice in there. We'd have to, we'd have to hear it from someone. We might have to suss that out. Yeah, maybe they go to the mats. They go maybe. to the, the local gymnasium or trampoline place and just <laughs> jump around, try to defy w- gravity. WWE styles practice. Indeed, don't try this at home though. <laughs> <laughs> That's their slogan. Um, but yeah, plenty happening, plenty happening, like happening as we speak as well. There's no, um, judiciary confirmation just yet, but during the judiciary, there's lots, what's happening. Um, the quote unquote bite from Proctor to Johnson. Bite or Um, no bite? I'm going to say it was a bite. I believe it was a bite, but it wasn't a malicious bite. And he was just like, wasn't. He didn't, go out of his, he didn't go out of his way to yeah. put his mouth on his arm. He found his mouth on his arm due to the tackle. Like he didn't turn and go bite, but he, the tackle was made in a way where um, Johnson's arm, whose forearm was on Proctor's mouth. Mm. Um, and he might not have been able to breathe due to some sinus issues. And maybe he was trying to survive. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. Come well, that's, on, that's, it up. that's what Proctor used on the actual game. Of course. Like, he was telling the rev, I couldn't breathe, sir. That, yeah. I... <laughs> let's, just, let's just take a moment to recognize how fucking ridiculous that sounds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like... Isn't it ironic that a shark was complaining about a bite being bitten i didn't even i didn't even um didn't think about connect the dots i didn't connect Uh, those dots until just then yeah so you're welcome but look um you want to know what i think you know you want to know what i think i do it was a nibble 100 percent. there's something there's something there the reality is sean johnson him are buds they it was water under the bridge at the end of the game. He didn't want to get into it. He didn't want his boy to get in trouble. Yep. But in the heat of the moment, without him like thinking about who it was or what was going on, he reacted with a grimace. Yep. 
he reacted as if someone had bit him. So to me, that's a bite. Someone bit him. Yeah. And there was, there was a little mark there. So I don't think it was much in it. I think it was a bit of, a bit of bugger all really, but the reality is mate, you bit him. So, so if you're malice or not, it's like, it's like freaking hopper sticking his freaking finger up your ass. <laughs> like he might've been like, there's no malice. And I just thought you might like it. <laughs> but the reality is he stuck his finger in your ass, right? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. The reality is he bit him. If you are ruling <laughs> on it, are you, if you're in the judiciary right now and you're putting random, down the random sentence. comparison, by the way, I just thought <laughs> I'd throw that in there. Cause let's just, let's just take a minute to remember finger in the butt or mouth to the arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Different anyway. ends of the spectrum. I don't look, I would probably just find the bloke and get on with it. I don't know that it warrants him losing games, but yeah. By the context of the law, he, he bit him. Yeah. Okay. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I believe it's, it was a bite, but I don't believe it was, um, it was, I'm going to go out of my way to bite your ear off like James Graham to Billy Slater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Mike Tyson to Vander Holyfield. Yeah. Yeah. That was, he meant that. He meant yeah. That. I mean, and the Matty John show also showed a bunch of um, bites in the game as From well. Over, yeah. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. But it's uh, just, it's just, I don't, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but just closing that out. Yeah. Just for the record, though, like the whole biting thing, I'm not down with that in the slightest. No, of course. So, like, that's not good for the game in any way, shape, or form. Exactly. Anyway, moving on. Moving on, moving on. Um, we also have a Tigers legend. I'm saying the word legend very Oof. loosely. Um, ready to hang up the boots and call it a call it a day on his on his footy career um he's already got a business up like going to be making money and he's going to focus on that and really just move on to a separate part of his life um yeah, chris lawrence good, talking good about luck it. to benji oh wait <laughs> <laughs> talking about lawrence talking about you lawrence. said you said legend i just I, i'm sorry i didn't connect the dots there i thought nah i would benji. um i, I refer benji. to benji as the god yeah, Tiger West, God. Tiger What's Robbie Farrah then? What's Robbie Farrah? Oh, uh, the king. Oh, wow. You really do have them all named. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, oh, all right. <laughs> now, look, um, look, I, it, look, in all due respect to him, um, you're a Tigers man, and if he's a legend in your eyes for the club, then then I'm yeah. down with that. I, uh, I thought he was a handy player. I, I, it's funny. I feel like he played 250 games, which is amazing. No easy feat. That's huge effort. And it clearly shows the talent that he has displayed over the time. Yeah. I, I remember early on, like he was going to be the next great thing. And I funnily from an outsider looking in, not being a Tigers man, I felt like he didn't entirely reach his heights that were expected of him, to be honest. It could have been injuries. Could have been injuries. Yeah. Um, he had a few over his time, especially last year's huge one. Sure. Um, not that that made too much of an impact on his career because he'd already been already played 200 plus games. Um, yeah. But the broken face is hard to come back from. Well, is, especially, that, is, it, is that a fair assessment or not? Like, it might no, be I a... get it. I get it. He, um, you would, yeah, you would like when you hear about Chris Lawrence, you don't think like jonathan thurston or anyone he just like he's one of those effort players he just mm. really turned up and just did the job silent achiever if you will yeah okay 
He's a legend in my eyes. <laughs> no, that's, no, that's, that's fair. I, I credit to him, man. 250 games. That's nothing to be sneezed at. It's amazing. Yeah, exactly. Best of luck to him. Um, we've also had 10 Broncos fined for going to the pub. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just adding some more salt you can't, to that wound. You couldn't write this shit. No. Nah. <laughs> this is just... Absolutely. Oh, man, I'll save myself. I'll save myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Anyway, let's, uh, let's, we'll, yeah, well, look, let's, let's just talk about the incident itself real quick. So, <laughs> so we're, we're, we're obviously, we're Brizzy boys uh, or Queenslanders. We, we know where they were. So that Everton Park Hotel. Yeah. There was 10 of them. Yeah. Under the rules of Queensland Health, they didn't break any, any rules. Correct. However, Correct. within the bubble promise that was made by the NRL, um, they were not allowed to be in a pub or club. Yeah. They were allowed to be in a restaurant. Now, okay, where does the line get drawn? Correct. And that was the argument, right? But this is, the, this is the thing. I remember I've asked a couple of people this just out of curiosity. Like I, I uh, live on the sunny coast, but I'm born and bred Brizzy. And I've asked a couple of people that are Brizzy people. I'm like, Everton Park Hotel. You've heard of it. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. Restaurant. Pub or club? Now, five from five, pub. Really? Five from five, pub. Okay. But here's the, here's the kicker. Pubs, majority of pubs these days have a restaurant. Yes, so the, indeed. So the terminology of a pub has changed, right? And that's the argument I think the Broncos were trying to make. But where, where, where it does just totally rule them out and it's, it's irrelevant is the point that Queensland Health, sorry, the NRL were told that they would not go to pubs or yep. clubs. So for me, if it's just called a pub, it's a pub. That it doesn't matter what we can get into the detail of the definition, but the reality is they broke the rules and yeah. they copped a pretty big fine. The Bronx, for what it's worth, took it on the chin, even though they didn't know about it either, apparently. Okay. So they've 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 accepted it and said, you know, we're ultimately responsible and it's and we wear that and we'll, you know, we'll wear the the the, the bill. Um, but the players that were involved, seven of the 10, I believe, were full contracted players that were fined 5% of their salary. Wow. And the other three of those 10 were not full-time contracted guys. So their, their fines were suspended. Right. So I think in total it was 140000 which included um, the fine that the Broncos received as well, which I can't remember if it was 65 or 70 or 75, something, something along those lines. Yeah. Pretty shit really. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely isn't good for the Broncos by any means. I think it's just bad for the game in general too, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully get this horror season over with um, and move on to next year and focus on some positives. <sighs> Speaking of positives though, Couple mm. of positives in the game this weekend or last weekend. Um, King Gutho breaks the record previously held by RTS: three hundred and sixty-nine run meters in one game. Holy snap! <laughs> it was previously three hundred and sixty-eight. He wow. beat it by a meter. Oh, I want. I demand a recap. <laughs> That's amazing, isn't it? Like, oh, it's huge. Did they also? I wonder if you could find out exactly like how many meters. Uh, sorry, how many um, kilometers he ran, you know, with his GPS tracker, like on the evening? Yeah. Because um, that's, I always find that fascinating too. But um, 
man, 369 run meters. That's incredible. That's a hell of a lot. In a losing side as well. And, and you know, the other thing with, with Gutho that's impressive, like outside of 369 is it doesn't surprise me to an extent because that bloke's fit, isn't he? Yeah, like, he really is. He's got to be one of the fittest in the game. He's in everything. Yeah, he's, um, he's really stepped up this year uh, yeah. when specifically Moses was injured. He, um, he took his game to another level and really helped out with running the ball around. And um, he, just, he turns up everywhere and, and they show him like after a big play or whatever and you can see he's clearly gassed, but it doesn't stop him. Like his effort play, regardless of you know, how tired he looks or is, he, he, he's, he fights through that and that's... Like that's the sign of a class player in it. Yeah. And that's obviously why last was a month ago, maybe if not longer, um, he got two golden days in a row. So props to him. <laughs> props to him. He deserved them. Um, the, the double ended. He got the double ender. Yes, he did. Back to back. He was the back to back. Some more good news though. Soliola from the Raiders is managing mm. to eat solid food now after breaking his face in two. So, it's yeah, given right. him hope that he'll be able to return to the NRL one day. And um, I don't know. did you Massive. see the X-rays for that? Yeah. Oh yeah. man! It it literally, he snapped his face in two. Yeah, it's. Pretty I don't crazy. know how anyone can consider coming back to the game, but yeah, good on him. He's eating solid foods now. He's um on the road to recovery, and hopefully, we can see it's, him next year, maybe mid next year. It's pretty crazy. Hey, I um side note, I smashed my face playing league way back yeah. when. I, I broke my cheekbone in multiple places and I broke my eye socket in multiple places. So I've yep. got, pla- I got a plate across the top and across the bottom here. Well, there you go. Believe it or, believe it or not, I was prettier than this once upon a time. <laughs> and I know it's hard to believe that, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, they told me though, like you shouldn't, you shouldn't play. Like it's just not good after you've had plates in and you know, the, the long-term damage of it. So you just think about the guys playing these days and all the stuff they get done and they're just like back at it. It's yeah. It's crazy. Like that's some serious, serious courage right there. Like, mm. I've also got a, a good friend who um, broke his face playing rugby league uh, mm. about three years, four years ago, yeah. um, and he's only just recently gotten back to the game after moving back here from America. Yeah, um, right. he broke his face here, went to America, came back eventually, and then um, yeah, he's playing for Aspley, I believe. Oh, nice. Yeah, mm. I played at Aspley. Yeah, so he's a nice. front, front rower. <laughs> big bopper. Big bopper. Um, and yeah, the last big, big fact is that there's only six weeks left of the main season. Crazy. Absolutely It's going, it's crazy. going fast. It's going fast. Yeah. Um, hey, just quickly too, though, before we move on to last week's games. Yeah. I saw and I'd like your comments on the rumours around your boy Moses Emboy. Yeah, I mean, he they've, they've already cleared up the... Um, mm. the the air like he's come out, Madge has come out. They're all. I mean, maybe it was just purely f- as a front for the media to say, okay, there's nothing there um, to stop them prodding and poking. I am you know not they, against him leaving the club. You know what um, they say? With this, with this smoke, this fire. Yeah, this is true. Um, unless someone's blowing smoke in your face. How often though do you hear like a rumor and? And then it get denied, and then a week later, <laughs> it actually happens. Like, yeah, especially in the NRL. Remember when Bateman? Remember Bateman came out and had his big shot at Hooper or whoever it was. He was like, "Oh, bullshit, bullshit, freaking 
I'm standing journalism. Yeah, bullshit journalism, you know. And then like two days later, it was confirmed that he really was leaving and was trying to leave. <laughs> like, come on now. Yeah. But anyway, you're open to it. You'd be happy to see Embo go. They'll try and offload him to the Gold Coast, I heard. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he might even end up back at the Doggies as well. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, he's, he's a good player sometimes. Um, sometimes. <laughs> he's definitely not our best player. Uh, and, yeah, who's I mean... Your, who's your best player? Tiger's best player? Yep. Um, not for Luma. Oh, yeah. Your yeah. best player's a winger. Yeah. That's saying something. Or, well, I mean, currently playing Alex Twole, probably, otherwise. Um, or even Luciano Lelua. He's an absolute gun this he, year. He's been big this year. Fun fact, where are the Tigers sitting right now? Ninth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, let's, get, let's get on to the, right, let's the week. The week just gone. Round 14. The weekend Round 14. The first game on Thursday night. Well, the only game on Thursday night. Um, yeah. The Storm show they are true contenders by putting a yeah. clinic on the injury-depleted defending premiers 24-6. to six. Yeah. What a game. Flex on them, Sunny Coast Storm. Flexed. <laughs> yeah, legit. Flexed. Flexed. Absolutely. Down at the um, SCG too. Yeah, exactly. And that's even bigger. I do want to... Um, get into a little bit of a rant just here. Probably not no, not going to take up too much of the time. Sure. Um, but something take that I've been... Take your time, mate. Take your time. <laughs> take my time. All right. So when there is a seven tackle set, um, obviously the ball goes dead or whatever. And the team who is now attacking gets that seven tackle set from the 20. That's how it works. Yep. 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 Um, whenever there is that instance happening... And then the defending team deliberately gives away a penalty. I 100% believe that that should be not a set restart. That's an automatic um, kick for meters and then take a set. And then I'm making up rules here and then take a seven tackle set from where you get the kick. It, it has to put an end to it. I'm so sick of seeing these teams deliberately giving away these penalties. Yeah. I don't like the kick idea okay i would go a step further a sin bin five minute they gotta five, bring back five the minute? five minute they gotta bring back the five minute and bring it back for so many different things in the game right now because it's the, essentially because my reason i don't like the kick right is let me paint a different picture for you is that we're five meters off your line yeah and you just keep giving away penalties and holding us down holding us down hold us down to prevent the team from getting set and giving your defense a chance to get set yeah and then you try and force a kick for goal. The teams are doing that constantly. That's true. That's true. And for me, like obviously there's no kick there. There's no, there's no reward. So if people are going to give away penalties constantly like that, have a seat, mate, take five. And then how, ma- play, how many, um, how many tackles f- is, or how many penalties is the limit though? Well, you could, you could be black and white with it, or you could say, you know, it's about discretion of the referee with what they're seeing in the flow of the game. But yeah, there's too many that are obvious for me. And I believe in your instance and in mine, if, if teams started losing players for five minutes at a time, it, it would stop. stop it. It would yeah. stop it. Because, okay. because playing with 12 men for five minutes can really change the game big time. It can. It can. So I don't know. Yeah, I like, I like your thinking. I like the train of thought. I definitely don't like the bullshit penalties like that. And I think that something has to be done. So I'm in 100% agreeance. I would just like to toss up a different different solution in the five minute simbin 
Yeah, no, fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, yeah, they could both work. Um, like getting that extra, like it really um, well, allows I guess them it, to. Put it this way. You get the kick, take the tap, throw the ball, knock it on. That's, that's true as well. They've, true as well. They've, that, that happens a lot as well. They've butchered the rules to, to prevent you guys from getting a roll on. Yeah. And they, what, how have they been penalised? Like, like, yeah, you've got to kick down field, but it's, I don't know. Like, I feel like if they're deliberately, because it's deliberate, remember, we're not just talking about a penalty being given. We're talking about deliberate action. Yeah. Well, then it should be harsher than just something like that. And that's for me yeah. the same with when it's on the goal line. I, that freaking pisses me off. I don't know what other people think. I'd love to hear what other people think, but it's a big frustration for me when they're just giving it away. You can see it. Like there'll be three or four penalties in a row. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, <laughs> um, but we'll, we'll continue. And I just want to say Jerome Hughes and Brandon Smith put an absolute masterclass in to lead the team around the park. Like they, they really stepped up as true masters of the game. Um, masters of the game. Masters of the game. To be able to get the storm around the park with no Smith, something that they've not done in. You just said they had Smith. Oh, sorry, Cam Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And honestly, it was so hard to separate them, but Jerome Hughes. Uh oh. Jerome Hughes. Jerome Hughes gets the golden D this week by really stepping up as the dominant half and putting him Holy moly. Worthy of the golden D. Absolutely we're, worthy of it. We're in game one. You've, you've gone all premature on me. I've already popped it. You've it's popped crazy. it early. Yeah. Wow. But I just want to say one try, um, one try save, one try yep. assist, two line breaks, 24 tackles, seven tackle breaks, um, 69 meters gained, 491 kick meters. Um, he had a kick diffused and also a forced dropout. Absolute stunning performance from what you said last week. You don't think that he could be the half to run them around the park. Did I? Yeah, yeah. You said without Munster, the Storm are going to struggle. Fuck, don't listen to me. <laughs> Do you know what's funny is I backed the Storm. <laughs> I backed him too, don't worry. I think I was just playing with you, mate. I don't even know. I don't even remember that. Yeah. I must have blacked out. I don't remember. Yeah, and, and as much as Storm was the better team, though, um, I do have to say that every 50-50 call went their way. Yeah. They definitely Michael, got the rub the green. Anyway, don't, listen, don't, listen to my, don't listen to my calls on here, man. I'm just clickbait. I'm just trying to get the reactions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and before we move on Friday, I just want to say uh, Luke Keary with broken rib and Lachlan Lamb also injured. Yeah, they, they're struggling, the Roosters. I think that their, their chance of a three-peat is fading... But they, but they are a gun side and who knows what they're capable of. If they can stay, I mean, they're in the top four still. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. But look, and they've got the Tigers this week. So that's a win. Yeah. You notched that one up. <laughs> there's, I've got nothing else to add to that. I think the, the storm were, um, were a class above and they had a point to prove and they did. And there's a reason that they're coming second on the ladder. Exactly right. Exactly right. Friday. Friday. Penny the- Panthers had a sneaky, had a sneaky look. They were, the, the, the Warriors were right up their ringer. Yeah, and the war, like credit to the Warriors, man. For the past few weeks, they've been really putting it to the top teams. What's the go there? Um, I don't know. They just really want to put in the work. I don't is know. Todd, is Todd Payton a fucking good coach, or is it just fluke? Like, is I he regretting his decision? 
I tell you what, probably not, man. I reckon there's going to be a few clubs that are like looking at it, looking at him now, going, "What's happening over there?" Yeah, maybe, maybe Todd Payton's the key for the Broncos. <laughs> Who oh, knows? Stop it. <laughs> yeah, it's it is interesting. I mean, yeah, they've just suddenly, I don't know. Maybe the maybe the moving of Blake Green has opened things up a little bit. Oh, got it. I really don't know. Like, Could be. you know, Harris Tevita looked pretty good on the weekend. Oh, man, he puts his body in the line. I love watching yeah. him play. Yeah. Yeah, look, I don't know. I think um, man, the Panthers will be happy to have snuck away with that one. Indeed, indeed. But they are still top of the table, so they good are. on the Panthers for getting it done. Um, second game on Friday, massive upset. The Dragons clinched the win over the Eels, 14-12, to 12, sending Mary McGregor out a winner. Unbelievable. <laughs> How awkward was it that he was still coaching them? Like, I just thought that was weird. Yeah. But, yeah, but you can see them. the respect that the players had for him too. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, huge win. 14-12 is a huge win over the Eels. Like, the Eels um, sitting third and being right up at the top of that ladder the entire season where the Dragons have been right at the bottom. Yeah. And, you know, watch out. The Dragons, they're... They're um, coming home with a wet sail. Might have left it too late, but they're, they're... yeah, I think it's mathematically very like maybe like a a two percent chance that they can make it with the draw that they have. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. Mm. Um, first game on Saturday, the Sharks continue to win, downing the Titans thirty to eighteen. Man. That was obviously the game that saw Proctor get some. Um, yeah, the um, the Sharks. Um, look, the game changed when Proctor got sent from the field. Yeah, it was pretty neck and neck at that point, and the the Sharkies came home hard. I think. Um, um, yeah, I think that you could say Proctor bit off more than he could chew. <laughs> hey also just for the record while we're on it proctor has been found guilty oh bam there it is yeah there so it is he has been found guilty um and they're recommending a ban of four to six weeks the panel has gone to deliberate again to decide the penalty but they're saying four to six weeks kevin proctor well yeah, there you go there you go if Proctor can get found guilty for that and get some weeks banned, makes you think what Billy Slater did to get away with what he did that year. Oh, stop it. <laughs> Fuck hell. Don't I'm a Slater even, hater. I was going to say, don't even, mate, put some respect in his, in his name, mate. Get out of there. <laughs> um, well done, the Sharks. They just, they just seem to find a way. Um, even when they're not in form, that's a sign of a, a good structured team. Yeah. Uh, Sean Johnson has just gone up another gear. He's showing signs of Sean Johnson four or five years ago. Um, and they're in seventh spot right now. And they're, they're, you know, a stone's throw away from the top four. Which yeah. Awesome. With, that That's so crazy to think about, but uh, good on them. hundred percent good on them. Yeah. And the other thing for them is, I mean, they've got the Panthers this weekend, which is going to be a tough, a tough battle, but then there's actually a few winnable games for them. Um, so I don't know. Like, could the Sharks make it? Wasn't it only a few weeks ago that the um, the Panthers put fifty up on the Sharks? 
or yeah, 48, I, so. I think it was. Yeah, actually, you could be right. They've got they've got a tough actually. Just looking at their run home, they do have a bit of a. They got two games that are very very winnable, and then there's a couple that are probably a bit more challenging. So just looking back, round ten. Round ten? No, it wasn't round ten. It was round nine. Round nine, yeah, fifty-six twenty-four Panthers yeah. over Sharks. That's a big score. Oh, mate, not when you're a Broncos fan. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Anyway, second game, Super Saturday. Yeah, the highest scoring game of the round, believe it or not. Um, the Rabbitohs get the jump, <laughs> the jump on the Cowboys, thirty-one to thirty. Yeah, which led to me losing a bet. <laughs> I believe that the Rabbitohs hopped into Townsville and hopped out with the win. Well, there we go. Puns all around. <laughs> Here we go. This is terrible. <laughs> yeah. And might I add, like you said, I'll take my victory lap. <laughs> Even if it was a uh, field goal difference. Oh, cows, were, cows were sneaky good in that game. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, they've... um. They've really improved putting drink water at the back, taking the hammer from fullback. Um, I think there was too much responsibility for him at that young of an age. And mm. I don't think he's ready to be the number one yet. I thought, <laughs> I've got to be real with you. I, I thought that the Cowboys were going to win that. Eh? They were um, they were home and hosed. If only Kyle Felt could kick a fucking goal, they could have won. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, what a shit show. Two of six, Kyle Felt. Give yourself an uppercut, mate. Yeah, he tends to overkick them as well, which is his demise. Got his boot, boot is too big. What? Maybe his boot is too big. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's got a huge boot on him. It's a freaking massive kick. Yeah. Um, but if anyone does want to go check out that uh, the punishment video, it is Cheeky Plug on our Instagram, at thechargedown.podcast. And which, is, which is what? What's the video again? Uh, so it's me, and I'm explaining how damn good the Rabbitohs are, how much I love them, and pretty much just inflating their egos. <laughs> I look forward to the bet this week. We're one and one. We are one and one. We are indeed. Um, third game on Saturday, the Canberra Raiders. Man, the Canberra Raiders and the Broncos duke it out in the first half, which was pretty good, pretty good. Um, but the home side was putting a massive score on them in the second half, being the Broncos 36 to eight. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, that's no surprise. <laughs> no, but I have to give credit to the Broncos. I know it's like only a small bit of credit, um, but the past few games, maybe the past three games have actually been able to play a half, not a full, not, not the eight minutes, but they're playing. Oh, 40. Wow. We've gone from 20 to 40. How wonderful. <laughs> It's yeah, an look, improvement. Look, I um I I thought we got a little bit lucky to be up eight six, to be completely honest with you. I think we had all the ball in the first half. Yeah. And um it, I think I I think that it put you in a bit of a false lure of what was really happening. And I knew that I knew that that, that would possession would swing at some point and um and it did obviously and you know, the Raiders are too good of us to do good of an outfit. They haven't been that great in the last few weeks. And I said this, that we would play them into form. Yeah. Um, yes, you would. Anyway, I think, I don't know. We've run out of things to talk about with the Broncos. This is just, 
the Broncos season is a reflection of 2020 in general for most with COVID and, and all the like. We're just, yeah. it's a shit show and they can't wait for it to be over. Yeah, exactly. Seabold, um, Seabold to um, make an announcement this week on whether he's going to continue coaching apparently. Yeah, yeah. He, um, he might give up coaching altogether. Um, well, he didn't have to go 50-50. He's not doing that. Yeah, well, you're right. Um, also Haas with a high shot, putting him on the sideline. Um, and Terps, unfortunately, with the broken hand. Yeah, he only just been back for a couple of weeks too. Yeah, I feel sorry for him. Yeah, we this, this we're going to do the team list for this week, but I'll tell you what, it's a pretty second rate side this week. I'm a bit, I'm a bit worried. It's going to be another another bloodshed moment. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, first game on Sunday. The Knights only just to get the win over Manly. 26 to 24 with a game full of heart from both sides. Man. Manly. How does Manly do that? How does Manly put up 24 points on the Knights with the players that they had on the field? Yeah, I know. Desi has. I mean, it doesn't surprise me to some extent because of the loss the week before, which I think they probably should have, in reflection for themselves, they would have marked that as a winnable game against the Warriors. Yeah. And they got beat. And I think that Des was always going to have them up for this game. That's just what he does. Um, but the Knights, you know, they've got to win these games. And they did. Like, that's sort of, that's the growth of a team when they can play a game like this where you're expected to win and, and things aren't going your way and you're not playing as good as you think and the other team's putting it on you. Yep. But you still manage to get the W regardless. I think that's good signs for the Knights. For sure, for sure. Um, Brendan Elliott does his ACL. I don't know if they're going to have it full back this week. Should yeah. be interesting. And um, Joel Thompson split his tongue in half. Man, that was gruesome. It was. Oh. Yeah. yeah that's, Do not that's, envy that's, his girlfriend. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? She, I thought you liked I don't know. You don't bat that way. So <laughs> I'm sure you don't envy his girlfriend. But she probably, she's cool with it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Something we'll see. new, something different. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Um, last game of the round. Yeah. Do you want to do you want to go over that for us? Uh, yeah. Well, I backed the Tigers. Mm, I didn't. Did you? You went the doggies. I did. I you did. Fucking idiot, mate. Well, to be fair, they were the better team. Who was the better team? The doggies were. Mate, where are the dogs on the ladder? Uh, just just below the Broncos, only by one position though. Yeah, and what position is that? Uh, last. Last. Yeah. Yeah, and you backed them to beat your team, who are ninth, who have literally three times the amount of wins. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Um, I don't know. I mentioned the last week that our record against the doggies with Jack Cogger and Nick Meany in the in team was zero. We hadn't beaten them, but then we managed to get it done. Managed to get it done. Yeah. Um, well, I we should have won I, it more comfortably. What I will say about that game is um, Luke Garner got himself a double. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, Moses Embai kicked four or five. Yeah, which is great. Proven. And Brooksy stepping up to slot the field goal to get you guys the the win in the end um, was obviously huge. Yep. And be a good confidence booster for him because he's been in and out of the side a little bit and, you know, probably, I don't know, but might, may, may lack a little bit of confidence and that would certainly help with that. Um, 
the dogs the dogs probably rue the the last five minutes because um well ten minutes even because I think just going back to look at it I can't remember now but I'm sure the Tigers scored late kicked that field goal right before full time yeah and with ten minutes to go I believe the dogs were were home and hosed they were indeed they were indeed which I was I was literally on the edge of my seat my heart was racing my knees weak my arms were heavy I was vomiting <laughs> on my sweater already. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> wow, this this week has just gone bonkers <laughs> for us. It's all over the place. You over just, place. interestingly, as we said before, you're ninth. Um, you've, we'll talk about what you've got coming up in, in round 15. Yeah, um, I, I can't see us winning another game this year. You've got a, You've got a pretty tricky draw, really, haven't you? Yeah, like you've got Roosters, then Panthers, uh, then Manly, which you know who knows which Manly you get. Yep. Then you have got the Rabbits, then you've got the Storm, <laughs> and then you finish the round twenty with Parramatta. Yeah, you've got a fucking tough run. Yep. You might not make the eight again. I don't think we will make the eight again. Not like we got to win two, like to even catch up to the eight still. Yeah, that's the biggest issue is there there is a gap now between eighth and ninth by two games, two wins. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah, you're right. I, I probably the, the top eight is probably set in terms of the teams that are going to be in there. Yeah. It's now probably more about where they are position wise, because they're all pretty pretty close. Like one point sorry, two points separates eighth and fourth. Yeah. Usually usually when there's uh, about uh, maybe five weeks remaining of the season, I start getting the calculator out thinking, can we make this? Is yeah. it mathematically possible? Um, well, and, yeah. it's very possible, but you're going to have to have some big upsets. Yeah. And I mean, it could start this week. Could start. So every game you have is against a top eight side bar one. You've yes. got Manly. Every yes. other game, you've literally got first, second, third, and fourth in that time. Yep. So hang on. So there's six games, yeah? Yep. So you play a team that currently sits 10th and then four of the other five are against the top four. Mm-hmm. And then the, the, fifth, the fifth one's the Rabbits who are eighth. Yep. Wow. That's, that's probably the toughest run home, I'd imagine. I, I believe it. Where do you finish? Uh, 11th. <sighs> Oof. Yeah. That's, that my, hurts. My money's on 11th. It's okay. rough though. It's rough. All good. Well, let's get into round 15, hey? Let's do it. Do you want to start us off? Sure. Good game. Um, Storm obviously going to have some injuries. Still be interesting. Just about to look at the team list and go through that for our fine listeners. Um, Parramatta versus Melbourne is the game that we are referring to. And this is at Bankwest Stadium. Um, Clint Gutho at the back. Mike Acevo. And Blake Ferguson on the wings with Blake and Jennings in the centers. Dylan Brown, Mitch Moses in the halves. Regan Campbell-Gillard is your prop in the eight jersey. Reed Marnie in nine. Junior Polo in 10. Sean Lane, Ryan Madison, and Nathan Brown rounded out. Interchange is Ray Stone holding it down. Uh, Murata Niakore, Kane Evans, and Oregon Kafusi is the 17th. Which I believe is um, no changes to yes, that team. Unchanged. 
No changes to the team that lost to the Dragons. They'll be looking to bounce back against the Storm, who have got a couple of changes. Uh, at the back, Pappenhausen. Um, your wingers this week, you got Sandor Earl in there, or Shandor, Sandor, Shandor. Um, whether you're French or you're English or you're Aussie, you're going to have different variations. You're going to have Earl there. <laughs> so um, Earl, uh, he's on the wing in place of Vunavalu, who's out. Um, Josh Adekar on the other wing. Also, just quickly, mentioned something about his agent shopping him around, wants to be a fullback. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd pick him up. I'd take him. He wants to move back to Sydney. Well, let's let's come back to that in a second. So I'll just close this out. So Branko Lee and Justin Olam in the centres. Um, Justin Granite Olam is uh, the new coined nickname I've given him. Granite. Um, Riley Jackson, the six. Jerome Hughes in seven. Jesse Bromwich is your prop, along with Christian Welch. Um, Jesse, sorry, Brandon Smith at nine. Felice Gafusi in 11. Kenny Bromwich in 12. And Tino Fasawa Maliki. Fasua. Uh-uh. Fuck that name. I just can't do it. <laughs> Tino. Yeah, Tino. Big T. Tino. Um, Interchange is Nico Hines. Keeps his spot. Tom Eisenhuth, uh, Albert Vetti, and Nelson Asofa Solomona. Um, rounds it out. So just on the, um, the Addo car thing, did you see Phil Gould's comments, which I thought were very interesting? Did he, he said, say that you're not a fullback? You're a he wing? Did, he said you're not a fullback, you're a wing, and I think you should stay on the wing. But the other thing that I thought was more interesting than that was that he said that every week managers send players sorry send clubs available players yeah for current and then upcoming season right and he said that there is never any wingers on the list they're always listed as fullbacks or centers really yeah and he said it's because that's they're the that's the money the money is in being a a fullback fullback gets way more money centers get more money than wingers wingers are the lowest paid in the in the 17 wow in the 13 sorry and um, it's just interesting. He he kind of thought that maybe um, Adokar was being shopped, saying that he wants to be fullback because there's a chance he'll get more money. Well, there you go. He wants to provide thought, more for his family. I just thought it was interesting. Um, yeah. Little insights that we don't hear about there with the fact that, you know, they get sent a list every week. Like, I didn't I didn't know that. Hmm. Um, what do you do think? You, do you think that he can be a fullback? If I'm the Tigers, I'm bringing him back there and I'm making him pull back at the Tigers. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Why not? What do, you, what do you do, Dewey? Fucking. <laughs> Hasta la vista, baby. Yeah, move on to Mbai and move him into the centers, maybe. I don't know. I was all in on Dewey when you first signed him. Like, I thought that was a good pickup. But he's been, he's been average at best. Yeah. And he is, his positional play at fullback's woeful. Yeah, I was watching him. Um, I think we just had an attacking play on the weekend and we, the Bronco, uh, the Bulldogs are working it out of their 20. Um, and he was still up there making, I think the second tackle and only just starting to jog back very slowly. Um, so second tackle in, I'm thinking, man, there is no one back there. You need to, you need to move back a little bit faster than that. Well, he's been caught out a few times. Yeah. And just in positional play in general, he's been caught out a few times. So he seems to have lots of talent. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm not totally out on the bloke and he's really young, but yeah. um, 
he's cost you a fair bit this year, to be honest. There's been a few games where I've just thought he's been terrible. Yeah, he's been the difference maker of us losing. Um, yeah, well... Some of the big ones. Like that Eels yeah. game, we could have saved at least two of those tries for him being in position. My question with that Okara is, clearly he's a game-breaker and he's got all the talent in the world, but can he ball play? Not that I'm aware of. And that's what the, this game needs at the moment. Yeah, well, that's that's what a, that's a requirement now of a fullback. So yeah. that would be my only thing with Adokar. But I'd still, if I'm the Tigers, like you've had him there before, he probably wouldn't mind coming back. Like he obviously wants to be in Sydney. Yeah. Um, I do think that I do think you could probably bank on them looking outside of Dewey next year. I don't know. Interesting. We'll see. We'll they see. might give him the time to develop. Who knows? Yeah. Who you got in this game, by the way? Yeah, we've gone off topic. Um, <laughs> I sports bets got the Eels dollar sixty two favourites to the Storm two dollars thirty. Really? Yeah. Is um, that because no Smiths there still? Yeah, and I tend to agree. I think the Eels are going to get the W here. Wow. Um, yeah. No, I think the Storm are going to win it. I think. I think the combination of Hughes and Smith are just way too good. Way too good. We'll see if, it, if they can back it up. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm going there. The storm on that, on that one. All right, I'll go power. All right. The first game on Friday, we have the Panthers versus the Sharks in hopefully a redemption match with the Sharks. Um, the Panthers are lining up at the fullback, Dylan Edwards. On the wings, you've got Josh Mansour and Brett Naden. Uh, the centers are Tyrone May and Scrighton. Um, the halves consist of Jerome Luai and Nathan Cleary, the, the New South Wales number seven. Um, the forwards consist of James Tamo, Appy Corusau, um, James Fisher-Harris, Viliami Kikau, Liam Martin, and Isaiah Yo. with the interchange being Dane Laurie, uh, Spencer Leniu, Moses Leota, and Zane Tenavano. Um, Brian Toto is in the reserves. Hopefully, he'll be back soon. Oh, good. Mm, do miss watching him play. Uh, the Sharks consist of William Kennedy still in the number one jersey uh, with Sione Katoa and Ronaldo Molotalo on the wings. Uh, Josh Dugan and Jesse Raymond in the centres. Matt Moylan still at 5'8 with Sean Johnson at halfback. Uh, the forwards consist of Braden Hamlin-Uelli, Blake Braley in the number nine jersey, uh, Aaron Woods, Sophia Talakai, Sio CEO Sifa Talakai, mm-hmm. uh, Wade Graham, Toby Rudolph. The interchange is Connor Tracy, Scott Sorensen, Jack Williams, and Royce Hunt. Still keeping Britton Nakora out of the team. Yeah, that's interesting. He was a must-have last year, wasn't he? He was, he was. But Toby Rudolph has taken that spot. Rudolph has been good. Runs hard. Oh, it's been huge. It's been huge. Well, Rudolph is 13, but... Yeah. Anyway, he's the reason that Nakora's not there. Otherwise, Talakai is probably 13 and um, Nakora's back in the 11 jersey. He's, um, that Talakai is a hell of a bloody player, isn't he? I really yeah. like him. He was, he was really damaging um, against the Titans. Mm. Besides Aaron Woods, I really like the, the Sharks forward pack. Yeah. Yeah, I... Um, yeah, I agree with you. Um, they do have a really formidable squad. I, yeah, I'm not a big Aaron Woods fan either. Um, Sharon and inter- Woods. And it's interesting that, that, interesting that there's um, no Fafita. Yeah. They don't even yeah. need him. They don't nah. even need him. 
they're winning without him and he's not that much of an impact anymore. No, I think um, he's I think he's cooked, though. I yeah, he's joking he's done. He's, I think yeah, I think England's beckoning for him. He's <laughs> he's cooked. Yeah, and then he'll have a homecoming where he'll get all the appraise. Um anyways, who you got for the game? Um do you think the Sharks can get the W? I think you're crazy to bet against the Panthers at this point in time, mate. Yeah, that's very true. Um, I reckon that the Panthers are still going to get the job done. Yeah, I agree. They're $1.32 favourites to the Sharks, $3.40. Yeah. All good. The um, second game on Friday is the Brisbane world-beating Broncos versus the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Many, many changes for the Bronx. Um, it's a bit of a mixed bag. Darius Boyd at fullback, uh, Richard Kenner on the wing with Herbie Farmworth on the other side. Katoni Staggs in the centre with Jordan Kahu making an appearance. Remember when Jordan Kahu played fullback for the Cowboys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Anthony Milford back at 5'8". Brody Croft has been dropped. Um, Tom Dearden at 7. Joe Offenhengawi is your starting prop. Isaac Luke is the hooker with Reese Kennedy, the other starting prop. Ugh. David Fafita in 11, Ben Teol in 12, Patrick Carrigan in 13. Off the interchange, we have Corey Pakes, Jordan Riki, Ethan Bullimore, and Jamil Hopawate. <laughs> what Brody is that Croft, team? <laughs> Brody Croft and Jesse Arthurs both got dropped. I wouldn't have dropped either of them. They would both be in my side. Yeah. Um, What's Milford, the leg route for? Oh, shoulder injury. He's injured. Yeah, he's injured. Yeah. I wouldn't have Milford in there either, to be completely honest. I'd have Croft still. Maybe the time off has helped Milford. Reese Kennedy is... he. He's. It's an insult to Dave Taylor to even compare them, but I'll use the terminology used on Dave Taylor. Looks like Tarzan plays like Jane. <laughs> I like Reece it. Ken- Reese Kennedy's got nothing. Yeah. Unbelievable that he's our starting prop. Like, that's just a sign of where we're at right now. Mm. Um, the only consistency in that team is uh, Dearden at seven and Carrigan at 13. Yeah, and for feeder, obviously. I mean, oh, he's, yeah. out, he's out the door, but, you know, he's he's a game breaker. I think I think Herbie Farmworth's been good. Yeah, definitely. Contoni Staggs is amazing. In bed. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, sorry. Jesus. sorry. Hey. Oh I man, I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know about you two. I, if there's something there, then cool. nah, cool. nah, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> you just been watching his um his celebrity tapes, have you? Nah, nah. I just wanted to um say that he was good at something, but no, he's a good center. He's definitely a good center. <laughs> he can break open the game. Um, dragons, I believe, are unchanged, or are they? I'm not sure actually. Let me have a look. So they got Dufty at the back. Um, Jordan Perea and um, Ravalawa um, on the wings. Ewan Aitken and Zach Lomax in the centres. Corey Norman at six. Adam Clune at seven. Blake Lowry up front with Ben Hunt and Josh Kerr. Tyson Frizzell in 11. Um, Terrell Fuyamayano in 12. Cameron McInnes in 13. Uh, interchange, Jacob Host. Cade Ellis, Corbin Sims, and Paul Vaughan. Trent Merrin, Tristan Saylor couldn't get in there, and neither could Braden Williami. Yes, yes. Um, I think if there's any time for the Broncos to try and do something, it's now. 
Oof, this is a winnable game for us if we had a decent side, but we don't have a decent side, so this is not going to be a winnable game. Maybe you need that. No, actually, <laughs> no. Um, so you got the Dragons? This would be a miracle if we win with the team we have. There's still some good players in there. Like, I do think that, like I said, Tony Staggs is a gun. If he gets a lot of early ball, he could be he could be a handful. Yeah, but it's, um, all, it's all individual brilliance. But our forward pack is trash, to be completely fucking honest with you. I don't rate... Offer Hengawi has not reached the heights of what his ex, what was expected of him. He he's was at Origin last year. Yeah, and he shouldn't have, to be honest. I don't think he's that crash hot. He in under twenties was an absolute man amongst boys. Like stupid, stupid how good he was. Yeah. Hasn't really gone on with it in first grade. Um, but he's still really young and you know, hasn't has only just really started to to get the net games under their belts. They take a while sometimes. For sure. Um, I don't know. Anyway, I don't even want to talk about it. Let's move on. All right. So, Dragons, yeah? Is yeah. that who tipping? Okay, cool. Same. Yeah. Um, all right. The first game on Saturday at Seabus Super Stadium, we have the Titans and the Raiders. Um, the Titans are lining up with AJ Brimson at the back, Anthony Don and Philip Sammy on the wings with the centres being Brian Kelly and young Tonoma Payer, who wrecked my loop in fantasy this week, last week. Um, the the halves consist of Ash Taylor and the Jamal Fogarty, the ever-reliable Jamal Fogarty. He's been... he's Is he Rookie of the Year? Is he eligible for Rookie of the Year? As in NRL-wide? Yeah. Um, maybe. I don't think he'll get it. He's I mean, he's been great. Who gets it in front of him? Um, I'd have to look at the drawing board and see who's eligible, but I mean, maybe Harry Grant. Oh yeah, sorry, I did forget <laughs> about Harry Grant. No, no, that's fair. Harry Grant would definitely get it over him. Yeah. Um, Fogarty has been amazing, though. He has been. He really has. I'm not taking anything away from him, but I'm sure there's others that are above him in the the Rookie yeah. of the Year standings. Um, I just, I just think if other than Harry Grant, like there might be others, but like. I don't care who your winger and centre and and whatnot are like, and how good they've been as a rookie. Jamal Fogarty is a fucking halfback with yeah. a team that's getting beat for the most part, and he is killing it. Does um does Kyle Flanagan uh, is he able to get that rookie of the year status as well? Maybe he wouldn't. Any, he wouldn't anyway. No, he did play play last year many games or no? Or do you you actually think that he wasn't that great? Correct. I don't. I wouldn't have him over Fogarty. Okay, that's interesting. No chance. And I do think he played too many games last year. I don't think he's a rookie anyway. Okay, anyways. Um, the forwards for the Titans consist of Jared Wallace, Nathan Peets, Jamin Jolliffe. Uh, Kevin Proctor's been named, but he won't be there. Uh, Keegan, um, hip thrust, hip grave, and Mofo. The interchange is Tyrone Peachy, Sam Lassone, Bo Firma, and Sam Stone. Um, you'll probably see Whitbread stepping in for Proctor, most likely. Um, the the Raiders are lining up with Charles Nickel Clockster at the back, Jordan Rapana and sorry Rapana and uh, Nick Kotrick on the wings with Jared Croker and Curtis Scott in the centres. Uh, your halves are Jack Whiten and George Williams. The forwards consist of Josh Papali, Havili. Uh, Dinamis Louis, John Bateman, Elliot Whitehead, and Hudson Young, named in the 13, but didn't start in the 13 last week. 
Uh, the interchange is Stom, uh, Stom, Tom Starling, uh, Joe Tarpany, Ryan Sutton, and Corey Harawir Naira. Um, interesting that Matt Frawley came back from England and signed with the Raiders, and he can't crack the side. Poor guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe his future is somewhere else. Yeah. Um, who you got? Um, I think the Titans have been gallant, but I think the Raiders are going to be too good. Yeah. Raiders, by, Raiders by 20. Raiders by 20. I'm going to tick an upset here. Um, and I've got the Titans winning by two. Okay. Is this our betting game? Could be. Could be. Do you want to come back to it and find out? Sure. All righty. Um, but yeah, Titans by two in my books. Okay. So continuing, continuing on Super Saturday, we've got some... Um, your Tigers versus the Roosters at 5.30 at Leichhardt. Um, Tigers $3 outsiders. Roosters $1.39. Fullback Adam Dewey. Wingers David Nolfaluma and Tommy Talau. Joseph Leilua and Embai in the centres. Luke Brooks and Benji are your halves. Josh Alloway. Um, Jacob Little. Russell Packer up front. Luke Garner in the second row with... Luciano Leilua and Matthew Eisenhuth. Interchange, Sam McIntyre, Elijah Taylor, Josh Reynolds, and Alex Seafarth. Untamed team. No Chris Lawrence, no Thomas McKayley, and no Alex Twal in that side. Yeah, Twal still coming back from that sternum injury. Yeah. Um, Roosters, Tedesco at the back with Ikevalu and Brett Morris wings. Josh Morris and Joey Manu in the centres. Drew Hutchinson is your six with Kiriat. And Kyle Flanagan comes in at the seven with Lachlan Lamb out. New, new halves. Um, mm. Jack Warrior Hargreaves in eight. Jake Friend in nine. Um, Takiaho in ten. Uh, Tupanua in eleven. Nat Butcher in twelve. And Isaac Liu in the thirteen with Freddie Lussick. Um, Farmer, what is it? sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Daniel Fafida and Lindsay Collins off the interchange. A few new faces in the Roosters squad. It's a little bit of an underdone team. Yeah, and I do know that Freddie Lussick is related to the other Lussicks. Darcy and I only know Darcy. Who's the other one? Uh, there's another one. I know because okay. they, they read it out on NRL teams this week. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I can't remember his name. Who you got? Uh, <laughs> I've got the... Uh, I'm, I'm going to go the Tigers. The Tigers in an upset. Yeah, I'm with, I'm with you actually, to be honest. I think that the Tigers win this one. Yeah, is it just based on those halves not playing together before? Correct. Yeah, same. But, uh, and it's not it, only halves. I just look at that squad and I'm like, yeah, okay, your backline. Sorry, the backline for the Roosters are, is really good. Yeah, I mean, Brett Morris is back and um, Jared Warrior Hargraves is back. Well, you know what? I'm having, I'm having I'm second cold thoughts feet. right there. I'm getting cold feet. Yeah. I don't know, actually. This is, yeah, this is. <sighs> This is a flip of the coin game. Yeah. The Roosters have got to be up for it. They've just taken another L against the Storm. Yeah. They barely got through the Dragons the week before. Like, surely the Storm game 
Trent Robinson will be fucking have them fired up. I don't know. I'm on the fence. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say the Tigers are gonna win an upset. Um, yeah, I'll stick to that. I'll go with you. Nice, nice. Um, all right, and last game on Saturday we have the Rabbitohs versus the Sea Eagles um, at ANZ Stadium. The the Rabbitohs lining up with Latrell Mitchell at the back, Alex Johnson and Jackson Paulo on the wings, with Campbell Graham and Dane Gagai in the centres. Uh, the halves consist of Flykick Walker and Adam Reynolds. The forwards are Tabita Tatola, Damian Cook, Thomas Burgess, Jaden Sewer, Bailey Sirenen, who's been so good, and Cam Murray. Uh, the interchange is Mark Nichols, uh, Kolomatangi, Patrick Mago, and Jack Johns. Um, the Sea Eagles, however, have Ruben Garrick starting at fullback with the oh. injured Brendan Elliott. Yeah. Uh, the wings are George Tafua and Tavita Funa moves to the wing with Brad Parker back in the centres with Moses Suli. Cade Cust manages to continue, even though he got that leg injury last week, um, partnering Daly Cherry Evans in the halves. Uh, the forwards consist of Tanelia Paseca, Danny Levi, Marty Tapau is back from his um, concussion protocol. Did he play last week? I am. I don't think so. Right. Uh, Joel Thompson. <laughs> I don't know how he got named with a split tongue. I guess they sewed it up and say continue. That's weird. Um, eh? Curtis Sirenen and Jake Trebojevic in the thirteen jersey. The interchange is Lachlan Croker, Corey Waddell, Sean Kepi, and oh boy, um, I think we said guacamole last week, <laughs> and I'm going to try it again now. Olakawatu. Yeah, that. Um. <laughs> you almost put on a bit of an accent. You're like, Alaka, like, and you sound like you're in the Middle East. Yeah. Alakuatu. Alakuatu. Yeah. Yeah. Who you got? <laughs> um, oh, rabbits. Rabbits? Yeah, yeah, same. They're dollar thirty-nine favourites, by the way. It hurts me because I need the Sea Eagles to win. Actually, I think this is such a tough game for me because as a Tigers fan, you got the Rabbits in eighth and you got yeah. the Sea Eagles in tenth. Yeah. It's like you don't want any of them to win. Can we get a draw? Let's go for a draw. I'm backing well, it for a draw. Draw would be one point, which should probably go well for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm backing it for a draw. That's my um my ruling. If you win, I mean yeah, I mean, still got to win. Yeah, that's right. That's what I was gonna say. You need to get the win. That's the biggest, the biggest thing. Um, it's hard to go against. It's hard to go against the rabbits. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna say that the rabbits are gonna win, but I am hoping for a draw. Fair. All good. Um, first game on Sunday is the doggies versus the warriors. Doggies are two dollars thirty-five. Warriors dollar sixty. Um, this one is at ANZ Stadium also. Um, pretty pretty close. Um, these two teams have played each other 34 times. Doggers have won 18. Warriors have won 14. Um, hmm. The last time they played was last year in March, so a long time ago, where the Warriors got the win 42-6. Team lists. 
Hopawati at the back for he returns. Hopawati. Uh, your wings are Nick Meany and Remus Smith. Tim Laffey and Kerrod Holland are your centres. Um, Kieran Foran and Jack Cogger in the halves. Ofahiki Ogden in eight. Jeremy Marshall King in nine with Aidan Tolman in ten. The 11 is Matt Dory, um, Raymond uh, Fatala Mariner in 12, and Josh Jackson in 13. Sione Katoa off the bench in 14 with Luke Thompson. Um, and so we are so Sue along with Jake Avarillo. Um, I really rate Nick Meany. Yeah, so do I. I mean, all, he's not I'm in fullback, but. I'm in with Meany. Put him back at fullback. Really? Warriors, Roger Tuovasashek, um, Wings, Autumn Pompey with George Jennings, who's grown another leg since being at the Warriors. Um, your centres are Hayes, Perham and Peter Hiku with Cody Nicarima and Chanel Harris-Tavita in the seven. Um, Jermaine Tanua-Brown in eight, Carl Lawton in nine, Lachlan Burr in 10, Isaiah Papalihi in 11, Tahu Harrison 12 and Jazz Tavaga in 13. Your interchange is Wade Egan, Adam Blair, Daniel Alvaro, and Jack Murchie. It's quite the game. I um it's gonna be shot for shot, I reckon. Who you got? I'm gonna go with the dogs this week. I think um I think they're building to something and really liking what Jack, Jack Cogger and Nick Mania are combining with um, Kieran Foran. Kieran Foran has really stepped up recently. Um, mm. And yeah, I mean, the doggies haven't been getting slaughtered unless they're versing a top tier team. So I'm going the dogs. Yeah, this is a tough game to pick. This, this weekend is a tough weekend to pick. Don't you agree? Oh, 100%. The, um, my, I've done my tips already, but I'm not happy with them. Um, I'm going to say... Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm going to say Warriors. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um, it could be anyone's game, but I reckon the dogs. I reckon the dogs. It's going to be shot for shot, and then we're going to see a, a, um, a field goal from Kieran Foran to put him in front. Okay. Probably not by one, but maybe seven. Okay. All right. And the last game on Sunday, we have the Newcastle Knights against the North Queensland Cowboys um, at McDonald Jones Stadium in Newcastle. The Knights are lining up with the president himself, Kalen Ponger, at the back. Um, the wings are Stafford Toa and Heimel Hunt. The centres are Tuolala, tu, tua, Tuala, Inari Tuala um, and Gehemet Shibasaki. Was that Name. three people or was that one person? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it basically be one person. But <laughs> there. Um, your halves are Blake Green and Mitch Pierce. Uh, the forwards consist of Dave Clemmer in the eight jersey. Kurt Mann is still starting hooker. Uh, Jacob Zayafidi in for his brother, um, who is out. Interesting. Um, who is the other one? Daniel Saifidi. Yeah, Daniel yeah. Saifidi is injured, so Jacob steps in. Uh, Lachlan Fitzgibbon in the 11, Aiden Guerra and Mitch Barnett round out the forwards. Um, with the interchange being Phoenix Crossland, Herman S.A.S.A., Josh King and Pasami Solo. Solo. Um, 
still out of the squad, your boy Tex Hoy. Just can't get a run, can he? You can't get a run. You'd be like surprising though, because they really, um, I guess since Blake Green comes back, they haven't needed a um, a a Tex Hoy on the bench. Um, the Cowboys consist of Drinkwater at the back again with Kyle Felt and the Hammer on the other wing. Uh, Tom Opacek and Lamielu in the centres with Ben Hampton still in the sixth jersey, partnering Michael Morgan. The forwards consist of Josh Maguire, Reese Robson, uh, Jordan McLean, Mitch Dunn, Cohen Hess, and JT Jason Tomalolo. Uh, the interchange is at Ruben Cotter, Cotter uh, John Asiata, Emre Perry, and Frankie Molo. Um, Am I missing something? What happened to Jake Granville? He's been out injured, hasn't he? I'm not too sure. Like he played last week. Did he's he? been he's been playing the past few weeks off the bench, yeah. But uh, Ruben so, Cotter replaces Jake Granville on the bench. With the only he, change. It says he's out. Yeah. Does it say why? No, it just says Ruben Ruben Cotter replaces Jake Granville on the bench. No. I don't know. I don't know. I thought he was doing all right. Who you got though? You tell me. Um, I'm going to back oh, the Cowboys to win it. I want the Knights to win it, but I think the Cowboys are going to win it. Um, yeah. Yep, that's my call. The Cowboys, in a close one though, the Knights are going to put up a big fight, especially at McDonald Jones Stadium, but... Yeah, I think the Knights. I think the Knights get the chocolates in this one. Knights get the chocolates. So our bet is that the Titans game, Titans Raiders. I think it has to be, to be honest. Yeah, that's the one that jumps out at me because you went Titans. I did. I did go Titans for an upset. If you're, if you're going Titans, you might as well throw some money on them. They're paying. Yeah. They're paying four dollars. Yeah, I could also have put some money on the Tigers to win as well. Yeah, I mean Titans into Tigers. For me to tell you what you could get? Yeah, go on. All right, let me have a look-see. So, NRL, if we go multi-NRL. Oh, Tigers are $3.10. That's, if you just do Titans into the Tigers, you'll get $12.40 odds. It's not bad. You throw a sneaky tenner on there, that's $120 plus. Some change. That's that's a pretty good bet for ten bucks. If you genuinely think those two, are you going to back those two in your tipping? I am. Okay. So just for the record, Para or Melbourne? Uh what I say, Melbourne. Melbourne, Penrith, Cronulla. I said Penrith. Bronx, St George. St George. Rabbits, Manly. I went Manly. Did I go Manly? No, I said draw, but I think the Rabbits. Sorry, Rabbits, Rabbits, Rabbits. Rabbits. Uh, Cowboys. Ah, sorry. Bulldogs and Warriors. Uh, Dogs. Newcastle and Cowboys. Um, Cowboys. Fuck. If you got all eight legs, $587.33 to the odds. (laughs) Why would you? You should throw just a sneaky dollar on that. Yeah, just like a $1. Yeah. Because you got some huge odds in there. Like you went one, two, three, four, five outsiders. Out of eight games, you went the five outsiders. 
it's going to be a week of upsets. I can just, I can sense it in my, in my veins. That's huge. My little Indian heart is skipping a Bollywood beat. I just got this. Paint, so what did I say? 587 was your odds? Uh, yeah. So if I do my tipping for who I think will win, just as, just as a comparison, yours was 587. Yeah. So from, for who I reckon, mine is $31.60. Wow. $550 plus difference <laughs> in the odds because of all the outsiders you went like the clearly the um the book bookmakers don't think all your outsiders can get up yeah maybe it is worth a cheeky punt absolutely that's huge anyway so yes we're going the game of the week for us this week is the titans versus the raiders i'm going raiders you're going titans yeah and what is the terms my friends Oh, the punishment, the punishment. Um, okay. What can it be? What can it be? What can it be? I feel um, like... You got anything in mind? I feel like... Um, the, the, actually, my question is, are we tying this back to our teams? Or is it just something random? Because if we're trying to tie it back to the teams you know, it's hard You have to come up with something, but I think if we just do something random, like that'll be fun too. Yeah. Which so is like, so like as an example, if the Titans lose and the Raiders win, right. Yep. Oh no, you're too precious about your fantasy, aren't you? Cause you really want to win fantasy. <laughs> I was going to raise the stakes. I was going to raise the stakes and say like, we, I get to name your captain for the following week, and you. And if I lose, you name my captain in fantasy. Jeez Louise! I mean, I would, <laughs> I would still. I mean, I wouldn't probably wouldn't win, but I would still be up in the top tier. Like I wouldn't fall too far from grace. Oh, because you're so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this guy, okay? All right. What about <laughs> how many trades have you got left? Three. Oh, you haven't got anything to play with. No. Nah. I was going to say you get to make one trade for the other person. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Uh, I'm willing no. to take the... Oh, no, actually. No, because you could like trade out like Tom Alolo for Emre Gula. <laughs> 100%. That shit would be hilarious. Hey, you'd wow. have lots of money left over in the kitty. Yeah, for the week after trading back in. <laughs> it's a waste of two trades. It is. It is. Um, I don't know. Then we have to come up with something. We have to. We should have thought about this before the pod, before we were recording. Yeah, we should have. But that's okay. Now we'll um. Now we're rambling, and I've got no idea. <laughs> we'll we'll figure it out, and we'll chuck it on the Instagram in a video, and um. Uh, we'll surprise we'll, we'll surprise the listeners with with something. We will actually. Let's also put it out to the listeners. Um, for anyone who does want to tune in or is tuning in. Um, What's let the us, punishment? Let us know what the punishment is going to be. If the Titans win um, or if the Raiders win, hit us up. I'm going Titans. He's going Raiders. Could change your Instagram t- handle. My actual Instagram handle? Might not get like, freaking chocolate back. Bra- oh, yeah, true. You don't want to give that up, do you? Bloody hell, this is hard. <laughs> yeah. What about... Could do the Instagram profile pictures. Could just, could just, yeah, like we've done the Facebook one where I did the Tigers, which killed me. We could do that. We could do Titans or Raiders. Yeah. 
So if the Raiders get the win, you've got to change yours to the Raiders. Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of options out there for the for the listeners to. All right, let's see what people come forward. up with. Let's see what people come up with. A couple of my mates that listen to this are going to come up with some crazy shit. I just know it. Yeah, you can cast your vote on the Chargedown dot podcast on Instagram. We'll um we'll put up a poll, a poll, a um a questions, poll. um yeah, or questions poll, whatever. Yeah, whatever it is on the on the story and hit us up and see what we can do. Sounds good. But we will get the heck out of here. We've taken up too much of your time tonight. Um, any other hot takes before we leave it off? No. Seabold <laughs> <laughs> to... Throw the towel in? Pull the pin. Yeah, pull the pin. Goodbye, Seabold. Um, but we'll, we'll catch y'all next week. week. Have, have a good one, y'all. Bye. Bye.